This episode is brought to you by 510Co. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sick of taking L's on sneakers app, and especially taking L's on getting basketball shorts. Are you tired of taking L's on basketball shorts? Check out 510 at 510co.com. The most comfortable NBA-inspired basketball shorts at an affordable price. Everybody should be able to drip on and off the court. No L's, ever. 510co.com. That's 5-T-E-N-C-O.com. Also check them out on Instagram at 510co. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Killer Crossover Podcast. It's your boy, E-Man. It's your boy, Mo. And in today's episode, we got something special for y'all. We got a special guest, Justin from 510 Coke Clothing. He's here to talk about his brand, talk about sports, and we're excited to have him here. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's go. All right. First of all, welcome to the Killer Crossover Podcast. Justin, it's nice to finally have you on the show. Hey, man. Thank you guys for having me on here, bro. It's an honor. Bro. We appreciate you uh, taking the time out your busy schedule to come uh, mess with us this evening, bro. We really appreciate your time. Yes, sir. I've been looking forward to it. I know I've been super busy, but I've been looking forward to it. Right. It's okay. Yeah. We got, you know, families, responsibilities, and all that. So we understand. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, let's get to it. Just, first of all, just tell us a little bit about your brand, a little bit about your upbringing, you know, how you, how you kind of got started and what brought you here. Yeah, the brand, uh, 510, I was on a podcast a couple weeks ago and the guy was asking me what 510 meant. And I thought that it was, thought it was kind of self-explanatory, but I'm from the 510. Nickel and dime, nickel and dime. I got it instantly. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, the nickel and dime. So I just kind of wanted to not put that on the mat, but you know, just represent where I'm from. And uh, the brand itself is right now. It's just basketball shorts inspired by some of my favorite players coming up on some of my favorite teams and also teams from the '90s. And sometimes I'll do a little uh, basketball shoe or like popular sneaker shoe and I'll flip those on some shorts too so nice. they're really just lifestyle inspired hoop shorts you know that's the wave right now and I love wearing them so I wanted to make my own and it kind of just turned into what it is now definitely definitely you mentioned how uh basketball shorts hoop shorts are the wave right now you know a whole bunch of brands are getting in on that what are some of the styles that kind of kind of inspired you to to get into it yeah, well, the first ones were the Just Dawn shorts. Those are the first ones that I had oh, yeah. seen. Um, I think LeBron had worn the Laker Just Dawn shorts. So I don't know, a Suns, I think it was a Suns game or something like that, one of the Suns games. Yeah. And uh, that's really when I first seen it. And then from there, I came across Fear of God, you know, Jerry Renzo, he's the one that, mm-hmm. that uh, He's the one that flipped it with the long drawstrings and bringing yep. back that that little small triangle trim with the side pocket. Just on one from there. I learned a lot of this after the fact as I got into it, but I guess Jerry Lorenzo was the first one to pop off with it. And then from there, what inspired me to make shorts was I came across, um, they're known as Collect and Collect now, you know them. They were yeah, trillers. Yeah. <laughs> 
exactly. I think the first ones I had came across were the like Mike shorts that they did. It was a super, it was a super dope concept. You know, taking all of his teams that he played for and put them on, put them on one pair of shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. Just Don had done that before with not not per se a player, but he did that with the NBA Finals team, yeah. like the '96 Finals when yeah, he did the, the Bulls Jazz. And the Bulls. Jazz. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and I've always been the type of person that, you know, I've been graphic designing since I was like 14 years old, um, so a really, really long time, and I was just the type of person who would always do mock-ups, like, just for fun, so when I when I really got into the shorts, on the wave of the shorts, I just started doing mock-ups of, you know, certain players and certain teams, and I would show all my friends, and they'd say, are you going to make them? And I was like, uh, no, I don't even know how to go about doing that. <laughs> but, but those those were the those were the people that inspired me. The Just Don, uh, Jerry Lorenzo, Flex and Select, yeah, those guys. Yeah, Jared Lorenzo is just a genius, man. This oh yeah, complete one on one. You know, like Fear Fear of God is one of my uh, favorite brands. The uh, collab that he did with Vans a couple years ago, crazy. Such oh. heat, such heat, bro see the trends right now that are going on with like the, the neutral color wave everyone's rocking mm-hmm. that you know yeah. i like to think that jerry lorenzo's the one who put that on as far as streetwear right. yeah, yeah they got the neutral neutral look and then people really like to rock the uh the camo you know the camo look or, or bright colors trying to match up their different kicks you know just have fun with it yep yep so justin you mentioned uh when we spoke to you the other night originally kicked off your brand uh, February of 2020, last year. And then uh, the pandemic hit, unfortunately. Can you just talk to us about how it was uh, maneuvering through the pandemic, the type of different challenges that you faced, and what did you do to maneuver? Honestly, the pandemic was sort of like, you know, obviously it was it's horrible that that happened, but for me and for what I was doing, it was actually good for me because I had more time at home to create. So it wasn't it wasn't too much of a problem. It's, I think even even the manufacturers that I had went to, they never really got shut down like that. So oh, nice. That works out. <laughs> it, it wasn't too hard to uh, to maneuver through that. It was actually very helpful, which is all the time that I had. To be honest with you, it's probably even what made me like just say, you know what, I have a full time job too, but. You know, it gave everyone a lot of time on their hands to sit and think about what they were doing with their life, man. Right. I don't know, maybe it propelled me to do it. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, just kind of gave you the opportunity. Right. Different type of inspiration when you're forced to kind of just sit down and and reevaluate things, you know? Yeah, you know, I'm sure you noticed, and a lot of people noticed that a lot of people were starting clothing brands during the pandemic or, you know, doing their own food companies from their house. Right. Podcasts, all those things. I don't know if that's what, if that's when you guys started and that's what propelled you guys, but it, it seems like that just made everybody like really figure out what they want to do with their life. Uh, <laughs> we we well, actually, we actually been talking about the podcast, podcast yeah. uh, back in 2018, but then my man got married and started a family. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, priorities first, brother. Priorities first. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I know what that's about. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, you know, during the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, all of a sudden people had more time 
and especially for me and i know for from speaking of mo during that time we just needed some kind of creative outlet something that we could do where we could you know talk to other people and you know just create because we were stuck at home doing what we whatever we needed to do at home and doing whatever we needed to do to stay safe yeah nothing really to do to stay in the house yeah exactly exactly, exactly. <laughs> you mentioned you know how just on and, and everyone they they kind of they kind of brought the hoop shorts and everything to to the streetwear scene what other cultural icons i mean i guess you could you do have a pair of uh actually you have two pairs inspired by alan iverson i mean i'd like to think that alan iverson was huge in bringing streetwear culture to the to the basketball scene what other you know icons did you get inspired by oh man uh you know with fashion fashion's funny because a lot of people like i'm not i don't consider myself to be i guess a fashion designer or in the fashion world i mean i've always i've always been in the jordans mm-hmm. man i've been in the jordan since the not my whole life but when i saw I know the first pair of Jordans that made me go, oh, wow, what is this? <laughs> and it was the yeah. fifth grade 13s, which was when I was in the fifth grade. So, yeah, yeah, when I was in the fifth grade, that's the first shoe that I was like, wow, these these are crazy. Before yeah, that, I think one of my favorite pairs, bro, I was sad as shit when I had to sell them. <laughs> Who he calls, though? Bro, you know, you know what's crazy is I've never even owned a pair. Never owned a pair of Flint grade 13s. Really? Wow. And it's, and, it's, and it's the shoe that got me. My yeah. mom, well, my mom wouldn't buy them when I was in fifth grade because yeah, one, one year I was wearing Payless shoes and the next year I'm asking for shoes that cost $150. And she's like, what? <laughs> right. No, my mom was my mom was the same way because you know we grew up we grew up in the 90s and you know kids were getting jumped for their shoes. So that was like a big reason why my mom wouldn't buy them for me because of the price point and the fact that kids are actually getting jumped for their shoes. Oh man, that's that's a that's a funny thing you mentioned that because I didn't get my first pair of Jordans until the 16s because the 13s my mom was like no, and then when my mom finally said yes, the 14s came out. And growing up in South Hayward, where it was a lot of gangs, they were uh, my mom had seen on the news that people were getting jumped for the 14s because they said XIV on the back. So mm. my mom was like, not not buying those. And then the 15s, the 15s came. Out no one liked the 15s. They were ugly. I didn't want them. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get my first pair of Jordans those 15s, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I just add fact- that I love the fact that we're we're interviewing a fellow South Hayward representative. Yes, sir. South Hayward is in <laughs> this evening, gentlemen. <laughs> I know, that's crazy. Stack up, represent. <laughs> I went on a little tangent, but to answer your question, really, uh, ins- what inspired me was always hip hop. You know, because Allen Iverson was hip hop. Allen Iverson Definitely. brought that, 100%. that hip hop to the NBA. You know what I mean? So it's always just been hip hop. Whatever was right. popping in hip hop, you know, they set the cultural trends. Well, they they were the big ones that did. You know, before the internet was popping, and you found out about hype beasts and fashion designers and stuff like that. So it's yeah. always been hip hop. And it's always been, you know, I guess Iverson brought it to basketball. So basketball fashion, too, that's just always been what it is for me. Right. What, I, what I loved about AI is obviously his, his game and the, his 
you know, do whatever attitude to get the win. But what I really respected about him the most was, was his authenticity, you know, his yeah, he was unapologetically himself. And you, it's rare these days because people try to conform, people, people, they get shamed from other people for just being, the, being themselves. So you have a cat like Iverson who just said, I'm going to do me whether you like it or not. You don't have to accept it, but I'm going to still do me. That he, he was a rare breed in my eyes. Oh yeah, and you could definitely see his influence on uh, the NBA players today who grew up watching them. A lot of them are their own personality and they don't really care what nobody has to say. Point, uh, perfect example is Kyrie Irving, you know? Kyrie Irving yeah. doesn't care. And Russell He'll Westbrook. Do whatever he wants. Russell Westbrook, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. A guy who I really relate to and, and not look up to, but respect right now is Dame Lillard. I look at him the same way that people looked at Allen Iverson. Not in terms sure. of he's, he doesn't set the he's not changing the culture or the or trending like Allen Iverson was. But his attitude, his vibe, and his game, I respect. Much. He's not skin level. He don't care. Right. He's he's gonna Dame, be himself. When I, think of, when I think of Dame, he's like synonymous with with uh, with loyalty. Seems like a Definitely. real loyal, down to earth, humble cat. Yeah. That's what I love about Dane. No matter it's it seems it seems like no matter yeah, where he goes, he keeps it he keeps it one hundred. He keeps it Oakland. He keeps it Bay Area. You can't take that out of him. Yeah, and that's funny too because he reminds me of I guess how OGs that I grew up around would carry themselves. He just knows he's just you could tell he knows the game and he keeps it real all the time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, we call that self awareness. Yes, sir. You mentioned a couple of athletes. You mentioned Iverson, or we all mentioned Iverson. You mentioned Dame. Who were, who are and were some of your favorite athletes? Just in basketball or just period? Just period. My two, my two guys have been the same since they don't play, like they don't play anymore. But uh, my two guys have always been Randy Moss and Kobe Bryant. That's, Kobe Bryant's my favorite athlete of all time, and it will always be that way, no matter what. Since I was, since like 1998, 99, Kobe became my favorite, and he was always my guy. So those are the two guys. Right now, I have players that I respect, but you ask me who my favorite players are, they'll always be those two athletes right there, Randy Moss, Kobe Bryant. Right on, right on. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing the Lakers are your team. Well, we did talk about this, the Lakers are your team. <laughs> Yep, Lakers are my team, man. What are, what are your other teams in your in the other sports? Yeah, yeah. My favorite team in the NFL is the Raiders, and then uh, baseball is the A's. Diehard A's. Man, Raiders. you and you and Mo, you and Mo are like Trifecta, bro. We three brothers, for three man. out here, bro. <laughs> we three for three out here, man. <laughs> yeah, Lakers, Lakers, A's, and Raiders, huh? That's 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 the trifecta right there, man. You know the A's got to get it together. The Raiders got to do something with that defense, man. But make sure all day. Yes, sir. Even even though they moved to Vegas, you staying loyal to the soil. Yes, sir. I'm I'm out to Vegas this fall, bro. You should you should tap in with your boy. We out there. Oh, oh yeah. What are you moving out there? Are you guys? No, I mean we're out there to go see a game. Just check out oh. the stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm 100% doing that. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll watch from the pool parties. <laughs> so, so, Justin, let me ask you this, bro. Uh, what do you do to separate yourself from the competition? And what's your mission statement, if you have one, for your brand? 
Well, I don't know. It's hard to say what I do to separate myself from the competition because I really don't know what my competition's goals are, what they're trying to do. I just try to focus on giving people the best product and really listening to what um, my IG followers or my customers have to have to really say. I always go back and listen to their input. And the first three pairs that I dropped were on a different manufacturer. And I'm like I said, I think when you guys had uh, we did our little screening call, I had told you guys that I had started in February, but I didn't release anything till October. I'm really, really hard on myself. I, it took so many samples, so many manufacturers, so much money invested because I didn't know anything about what I was doing. So my main thing has always been quality at a at a reasonable price. So I've always tried to beat the competition with quality whether that's the liner, the trim, um, and then also with uh, with the price point too. I wanted to make the price point something that wasn't too crazy, you know? And I wanted to obviously, you know, you see what your competitors are doing. I didn't want to match them. I thought, you know, some people do it a little too expensive. I wanted to make it to where it was a little more affordable. So top quality at an affordable price is what I what I wanted to do. And I'll, I'll let you know right now, especially especially since you switched to manufacturers, the quality is top notch. I'm telling you, Mo, once you get your first pair of shorts, bro, the, the, the quality is upper tier. Those, these shorts are comfortable as hell. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's what everyone's saying, that they're super comfortable. Yeah, and the durability, the quality, just when you I feel it, man. Yeah, and even then, even then, like I said, I'm super hard on myself, too, so I'm still, you know, adjusting things and looking to improve and looking to give you guys the best quality that I could, that I could give you guys, stuff that I would want to buy and I would be okay with, with buying, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And one thing, uh, one thing I really like and admire about your brand is hit on it a little bit earlier how uh, when we were talking about Jordans when you get into the sneaker game everyone now everyone's on the sneakers app and everything and I still have yet to get a W on the sneakers app let me tell you right now it's been all L's for the last I don't know how many years the but, damn um, bots bro it's the sneaker <laughs> bots man. I, I swear that thing is rigged I swear that thing is rigged <laughs> Yeah, no, one thing that I really admire about you doing is you're you're taking away, like at least for these last three pairs uh, that you released, you're taking away that element of taking the L, of feeling that loss, if you want to just speak on that. Yeah, yeah. Same here, dude. I've never hit on sneakers. Everything I've <laughs> ever had, I've ended up just saying, ah, whatever, I'll cop the resale. And um, yeah. That, that was definitely one of the things that I wanted to have my brand be the heart of my brand, basically. The fact that if you want my shorts, you can get my shorts. There's an opportunity for you to get my shorts and not to knock any other brand that chooses to go that route yeah. of, uh, you know, making limited releases and whatnot, because more power to you, it, it works. You know, it generates hype, it, you know, it, it definitely does what it's supposed to do. And, you know, more power to them. But me personally, I did not want to go that route because that part of sneaker culture, that mm -hmm. that part that took over sneaker culture, the resale game and the limited release game and the shock drops and all that, that killed my love for sneakers for so long. I didn't buy shoes for like 10 years. Oh, man. I, I think I bought the, uh, 
if you remember the the Christmas Cheetah Kobe, I think they were the sevens, right? They did like a Christmas yeah. release. Yeah. You know, with when they had the shroud that you could take off and stuff. It wasn't that bad yet, but I had to be quick on those and I got them. After that, I didn't buy anything for another decade. Like I literally yeah. didn't buy nothing for a decade because when I would try to, it was impossible. Yeah. You know, yeah. I went to the mall today. You know, the the uh, Columbia Low 11s came out yeah. today. Those just oh, came yeah. out today. Yeah, this came out today. And I'm old school. You know, I'm 34 years old, so I'm used to just going to the mall. So I woke Thanks. up like, oh, I'm gonna go to the mall today. They were like, nope. Do you have a raffle? And I was like, what yeah. do you mean a raffle? <laughs> That's the <laughs> other raffle. shit that I hate, bro. The fucking <laughs> raffle. I can't stand that shit. I didn't even know they did that. I was right, like, that a shit's raffle? such a waste of fucking hey. time to me. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. <laughs> I, I guess they do a raffle like weeks in advance. And I didn't know that, you know? And the, and the cold part about the raffle uh, E is that even if you have a raffle ticket, you're still not guaranteed a damn pair. That's crazy. Yeah, see, and it's that kind of stuff right there that just, I did not want my shorts to be like that. And yeah. it, it was it was kind of, like I said, no knock on other people, but it it's already ridiculous that it's that way for sneakers. It shouldn't have to be that way for basketball shorts. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's not what I wanted my, my brand to be about. I didn't want it to be hyped because it was limited. I wanted to generate, if there was hype, that it was hype based on how comfortable the shorts were, how cool they looked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not based yeah. on how limited they were. Yeah. The fits that you can throw, they, they, you can throw them. I mean, I know you posting like the answers with uh, with your Allen Iverson shorts. I've been rocking them with my questions. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, like, when I'm, I'm walking around at work, like I, I'm not even actually supposed to be wearing no basketball shorts at work. But since since the since most people aren't even at work, you know, yeah, right? my, my coworkers. <laughs> My coworkers are looking at me like, damn, coming out here with the Allen Iverson shorts and the question. Like that's that's <laughs> fire, bro. I tried to get the uh I tried to get the answers. You know, they yeah. retro the answer fours. And you know, no one cares. Like, no one really there's no hype on Iverson shoes. Like there's never yeah. been hype. So I yeah. went to the like I didn't even try to buy them online because I thought I'd be fine. I tried mm -hmm. at like 4 p.m. to buy them and they were sold out everywhere. And I was like, what? I had the, so, humble flex, humble flex. I got them, but Lucky I had I, I had to go on StockX to get them, and I, I'm embarrassed to say that I paid a hundred bucks over retail to get them. But 20 year editions, man, I had to do it. <laughs> no, uh, do hey, it, hey, no I knock on you, it. bro. I, I was so close. I was so close to doing that. I still might do that. It, hopefully, they don't keep going up. They're still available on StockX if you have that. They're still available up on that app. Is it is the out. price going up or are they still about it, it depends. It, it it fluctuates, man. It depends on the market, to be honest with you. Okay. Cause I'm a 13, so usually the price on mine is a little higher. Right. I'm a 12, so I feel you. <laughs> yep. 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 Hey, sometimes 12s are more expensive though. I'll try to because I can, it's crazy, I can, man. Oh, yeah. I, it's I crazy. can put my my uh my foot into a 12 and sometimes I'll be like, oh no, that's a hundred dollars more right. than thirteen. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a 12 too. And right. every time I go on StockX, I'm like, damn, man, if only I had base size. <laughs> right? Dude, exactly. I'm wearing the, uh, it's, right now I'm wearing the Iverson shorts with the uh, the bread ones. That's my, that's my combo. Yeah, this is my yeah, combo with those right now. I definitely try to, uh, 
some of my colors aren't like exactly to the T that the teams mm-hmm. wore because I do try to have them fit shoes. You know, I do try yeah. like the orange on the Fiestas is a little more. Um, it's more of a universal orange because a lot of a lot of shoes mm-hmm. use that shattered backboard orange. Yeah, and I wanted yeah. to use that. And then the pink wasn't as pink, as, as light of a pink as the all-star jerseys. It's more of like a infrared pink. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I did that because there's a lot of infrared shoes out there. So I definitely try to incorporate. I think about that when I'm designing, for sure. Definitely, definitely. And you know what? That goes as far as as far as the consumers, as far as the customers, us, we appreciate that because then it makes it easier for us to put the fits together. And speaking of speaking of fits, I noticed that you know you collabed with Too Lethal on as far as your guys' releases and uh, their shirts. Can you speak on uh, your collaboration with them? If you collabed with any other brands or yeah, yeah, that's a uh, I met Too Lethal on IG um, when I was just starting out. Like I I, didn't, I probably didn't even have a hundred followers. Yeah. And I don't know if he followed me first or I followed him. I think I found him. And, you know, I had reached out to him like, yo, your stuff is dope, yada, yada, yada. And then over time, we grew this relationship to where I think our relationship really started with my um, enter the Mamba shorts. Yeah. Because I had said, I, I think he was struggling with some sales. And I was like, yo, why don't you make a, a shirt to go with my shorts and those shoes? Because those shoes are going to be, be hot. You know, those are... Yeah. Everyone's everyone wants more, everyone yeah. wants those shoes bro <clears throat> he was like you know what i'll try that and then ever since then anytime that i show him a design he's if he likes it he's like oh i'm gonna make a shirt with that yeah. so it's not necessarily a collab like five ten and two lethal it's just a, a natural relationship that he and i have we're building yeah. together right on, right on. hey no it's dope i got the uh, i got the step over answer shirt that he came out with and man, what, I'm I'm telling you, when I put that fit together, I'm just like, dude, it takes me back to it takes me back to 2000, 2001 when, you know, AI won the MVP, and I'm like, yeah, yep. <laughs> I'm still so shocked the Lakers dropped that game, and that was one of the boldest, boldest, most disrespectful shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they would have went, went undefeated the whole playoffs, right. man. The but whole when he playoffs. stepped over Lou like that, man, I'm like, ooh, that's ballsy. Oh, that's man. That's why and I had to put it in the, uh, the embroidery on the yeah, shorts. That's dope. Yeah, definitely. I really like that. that. That's I really like that detail, how you use uh, those those players in the embroidery, in the in those logos. Are those yeah. shorts still available, bro, on your website? No, no. So that is the oh, thing is they are they are they are limited in a sense that when I even when I do pre-orders, you have a few days to get them. You know what okay. I mean? Like. Just because I'm, you know, a small business owner and I don't have the funds like that to just keep right. overstock around, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I definitely everything that I've dropped, especially season one, I'm going to re-release 100. percent So, so they're, take, they're, they're, all your shorts are uh, are made to order, right? There's a pre-order and they're made to order. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's yeah. a couple drops that there's a I did a couple drops that were limited release that I had paid up front and got, mm-hmm. you know, had same day shipping. Yeah. I want actually. I think the Iversons were. I think the Iversons yeah. actually were these white yeah, Iversons. Yeah, the white ones. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and it's cool. And I've t- I touched on this before, but it was really my. They sold out fast. It, it was mm-hmm. a good feeling to have them sell out as fast as they did. I think. I think every. I think the white Iversons and then the Celtics were a limited drop too. 
they both sold out in like 10 or 15 minutes. And as good as that felt, I got so many messages from people who were like, man, I missed out. And I, I personally, that, that felt worse than the good feelings that I got from selling out. Yeah. So I'm trying, I'm trying to steer clear of that and stick to the made to order, but that's yeah. a that's a problem in itself too because people complain about that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So what's uh, Justin? Especially what's when your, people are coming later. So Justin, what, what's your lead time? Like, say I put in the order, I um, I fulfill the pre-order. What's 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 the turnaround time to get to get your uh, your items? With my previous manufacturer, it was four to six weeks, okay. and then and then. And then there's hiccups along the way, things that that's happen. Pretty, that's pretty standard, though. From yeah, from that, that's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I'm used to it. You know, I've copped. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Warren Lotus, uh, the designer Warren Lotus. He makes a lot of NBA inspired T-shirts and things oh, yeah, like yeah. that. I've waited months to get things <laughs> from that guy. And uh, there's a brand called um, Kill the Hype LA. They do hats. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just ordered Seen three that. hats from them, and it said it's going to take eight to twelve weeks. Okay. So, yeah. Speaking of which, I ordered a, a Crenshaw tee from Nipsey Store, the Marathon Store. Yeah. Uh, so they had a line um, when the Dodgers and the Lakers won the championships. They had a year of the championship line, so I have a Crenshaw tee in Laker colors, and I ordered that literally two days after they won. Uh, the championship, I didn't get that shit until January. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're okay with that, right? Because I'm okay with it. it, yeah, absolutely, because I got it. Yep. Yeah, so so like I said, with my previous manufacturer, it was four to six weeks. With my new manufacturer, it's actually 20 to 25 days. So oh, okay. so, more, so more like three to four weeks. So you yeah, place, like I just dropped... I just dropped the Fiesta shorts on Wednesday, and the pre-order closes tonight. I'm going to get it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, did you? Yup, yup. <laughs> man. Boy, my boy on it, man. Hey, man. Um, I got to step up. I got to step my game up, man, and show I, some love. Yo, I'm, I'm just saying, the Admiral, he was one of he was one of my favorite players. Growing up, you know, being a 6'1 Filipino in South Hayward, you don't see a lot of Filipinos that are, you know, this tall. So I was playing, I was playing center when I was playing CYO. <laughs> So we, we both played center. <laughs> exactly, right? So, I was you know, I was a little wide. I was the Draymond Green <laughs> on my team, you know. It's a little so, so I'm just saying, you don't see a lot of six one Filipinos back especially back when we were growing up. And so I was playing center, so a lot of my focus was on the centers of the game and just kinda trying to pick and choose what I wanted to emulate from them. And the Admiral was definitely one of them. And I mean, Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaq, Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, they were definitely um, inspirations, David Robinson. But I had to, growing up, especially uh, getting closer to high school, I was like, dude, there isn't no way I'm gonna be able to play center in high school. So I had to learn how to do something else. So I was like, all right, let me, let me get my shot going. So that's when I started going back and watching more tape on Chris Mullin, because I was like, dude, for of anyone chris mullen had the ideal form at least in my eyes yeah do you still think that even with like the emergence of clay and you know because clay's form is... right now right now right now i think it's clay i think yeah. clay has like a picture picture perfect form the ideal like prototypical shooting form I would it say, is uh, I don't know, it's just 
so just pretty, man. <laughs> like, like Steph is uncanny because he can literally just stop on a dime and just pull up, you know. And then uh, as far as natural shooting, you know, you think about cats like Ray Allen and then one of my favorite players, Bradley Bill, who doesn't get enough mm. love and enough credit because he's killing it with the Wizards. Yeah. And getting stuff for all-star teams and all this other shit, man, and his... <laughs> His shooting ability is just, just pretty to watch. You can tell, like, he's really put in the time and studied the game, and his, his, his he's just a fun shooter to watch as well. Definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah, yep. Not to go back too far, but hitting on Allen Iverson, we hit on Allen Iverson earlier today, is the anniversary of his infamous press conference uh, practice. <laughs> we talking about practice. That's today? That's today. Oh, shit. Today. What's the, what is it? Is it 20 years? 25 years? How long ago did he um, do that? It, was that 2001? No. That's 2001. No, it wasn't 2001. Yeah. Yeah. That was 2001. So it was, the, it was fellas, during the Fellas, we just, we just aged ourselves, fellas. Yeah. Fellas, you realize we just aged ourselves right now, right? Man. Bro, I, I aged myself when I said that I was looking at Hakeem Olajuwon and Patrick Yeah. Pantone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, My bad. That went over my head. That went over my head. My bad. You're right. Right. <laughs> Real quickly before we end, we're gonna go into the segment that we like to call the fast break. This is new to our show, and you will be the first one to participate. Um, we're yeah. gonna hit you with, we're gonna hit you with a few quick questions, um, you know, quick answers if you can. But if obviously if something needs a little elaboration, then <laughs> then we're gonna let you elaborate. But Mo, why don't, why don't you go ahead and start us off? <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm going to do the honors. I'm going to kick off this segment. My first fast break question is for you, my brother. Kendrick or Drake? <laughs> Drake. Ooh. Okay. Drake. Okay. Yeah, I respect right. it. <laughs> so for people, you're Mount Rushmore, your uh, basketball Mount Rushmore. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dylon, Dylon, my Mount Rushmore's got to be Kobe. My per- this is my personal, right? I'm gonna yeah, get yeah, some. your personal. All, right, all you, personal. All, all right. you. I'm gonna do Kobe. I'm gonna do Shaq. Mm-hmm. I gotta do LeBron, and I'm gonna do AI. Oh right. Yep. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I'm not that's mad my at that. my personal that's our, Mount Rushmore. That's, hey, my, that's our generation, man. man. That's our generation. Yeah, that's solid. You can win a lot. You can win a game seven uh, sudden death matchup with that. With that oh yeah, that was gonna be, be hard to beat that team. When you're not working and you're not, you know, designing, what is your favorite pastime? Hanging out with my daughter. Nice, easy. Nice. How old your daughter? <laughs> she actually turns three tomorrow. Oh, hey, happy, happy birthday, birthday to your daughter! Queen. Thanks, happy guys. birthday, Queen. Appreciate that. Yeah, um, Mo and I were talking about it a few episodes back. That hashtag girl dad man. I, I mean, I just had my daughter uh, seven months ago, and it's greatest feeling. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Congrats, bro. Congrats. Thank Enjoy you. It. Thank you. I'm personally yeah. not a father yet. You know, I'm trying to get my lady on board, but I would love to have a little princess. Great. Oh man, yeah. man, there's nothing like it. I wanted a boy, but getting a girl was such a blessing, bro. They're so sweet. Daddy's girl is a real thing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, dream team versus redeem team. Who wins? Ooh, redeem that's team. a good question. Oh, redeem, redeem team. team. Redeem Ooh. team. Redeem Ooh. team. Okay. Ooh. Okay. okay. You got to elaborate. You got to elaborate on this one just a little bit. 
Man, if you think about the redeem, like, okay. The big on the redeem team was who? Dw- Dwight Howard, right? That was the big? Right. The main Dwight Howard players. and Chris Bosh. Dwight, Dwight Howard, Chris okay. Bosh. Anthony okay. Davis was on the end of the bench, I think. No, Jackson Anthony Davis was on the 2012 team. We're talking about the 08 team. 08, 08. You're right. We're talking You're right, about yeah. the redeem team, right? We're talking yeah. about yeah. the redeem 08, 08. team. Yeah. 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 08. Uh, okay. It was Boozer at the end of the bench. <laughs> yeah. It was Boozer at the end of the bench. Okay. Yeah. Well, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq was. I mean, the bigs no. are going to destroy. Right. The dream team bigs are going to destroy them no matter what. Right. Oh, it was Akeem. It was Akeem, Shaq. Uh, no, you're thinking 96. Oh, am I think thinking 96? 96? This is uh, Patrick Ewing. Oh, you're talking about Chuck. the 92 Dream Team. team. Okay. Yeah, Dream Team. Okay. Yeah, you, you oh. had me confused there for a minute, too. My bad. Okay. Well, that, I'm still picking the Redeem Team. Patrick Ewing and David Robinson, they're not going to do nothing against Dwight. And then the Redeem Team had LeBron, Kobe, Melo, uh, D. Wade. Like, you're not, you're not stopping them. I don't see how you stop them. I didn't even name the point guards. Like I just named the shooters. You're not, you're not checking them. Right. He didn't even name CP3 and D Will, who was the coldest when he was in Utah. Oh, D Will, dude, that was. He didn't get his. He didn't get his just due. Oh no, definitely not. And people forget that he was arguably the best point guard in the league at that time. It's him and CP. Yeah, him and CP. One A and one B. One A and one B. Yeah, but I will. I will say in. Uh, the OA Olympics when the Redeem team won. I don't know if you guys remember, but then starting off uh, in the qualifiers before before the team was official, Jason Kidd wasn't on that team yet. And then Jason Kidd came in, and then that's when they started. That's when they started coming together and and winning because he came in as that that floor general, getting everybody together, sending everybody up. Yeah, I think it would be really hard to beat that team. I mean, the, the dream team had Larry Bird and John Stockton, Scotty Pippen, Clyde Drexler, all those guys. But those guys, I don't know, I'm biased. So I, I don't think those guys are going to do anything <laughs> against D-Wade or and LeBron. Like, it's a whole different monster. And me, I think Kobe's the GOAT. So that's just going to – him and Jordan Notice, are going to – I'm looking at the team right now. I mean, they had Jason Kidd. They had Michael Red. They had Tayshaun Prince. Um, just yeah, man. Michael, I, so Michael Red, Michael Red, and uh, Chris Muller are probably crossing each other off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gonna shoot threes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. What would be your advice for up and coming entrepreneurs? My advice would be just to just to do it. Stop thinking about it and just do it. Just do it and grind. Yeah, that's it. You yeah. know, if you fail, keep going and keep going and keep going. You know that that's to me the best advice that I would give anybody. It's so simple, but it's like that's that's really the hardest step is just getting started. That's the hardest step, man. And then once you go, don't let nothing stop you because you're gonna fail. Yeah, you know, think bad things are gonna happen. Things out of your control are gonna happen, and you just push forward. Definitely, definitely. Nice. Uh, next question: Does pineapple belong on pizza? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man! It does. It does. <laughs> I'm sorry. It does. Bro, so pineapple is my favorite fruit, but uh, I just I don't know. I just something about I, I think it's just pineapple and cheese together. I can't do that. <laughs> hey, 
Listen, me, I love pizza. So as long as I have a side of ranch, I don't care what my pizza got on. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> yeah, I gotta have pineapple. Not gotta, but like I usually get, uh, I order from pizza guys and I get, I try to recreate the fiery Hawaiian pizza that Domino's used oh, to have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, taking it back. <laughs> oh man. That Memories. That was some good ass <laughs> pizza, bro. Dude, that was the one. <laughs> uh, be- Mo, before you get into your last question, because uh, yours is a little more, yours is a little more, you know, down to it, and a better. Yours is a better closer. My last question: A blind guy hits you square in the nuts with his walking stick. What do you do? I shoot for the double leg and I sink the hooks in and choke them out. No. <laughs> that's my that's my answer. Right on, right on. That's that, that's 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 the best answer all day. Like that's, <laughs> straight to the point, man. Yep. My man's here for the smoke, ladies and gentlemen. He is here for the smoke all day. Last question, wrapping up this this great interview. Uh, what's next for you, bro? What's What do you have on the horizon what's for the future? Man, uh, the future. Obviously, I'm still I'm still trying to to. I just now really got my feet under me with the shorts, where I'm consistently putting out shorts. I have so many shorts and and a, a planned schedule of releases laid out for many many months to come. Um, the future, I got some, I got a couple dope collabs with, with some people out there who they're doing some dope things too. And they got a nice following. Um, if you guys pay attention, you could probably put a couple things together, but Mm -hmm. I'm looking to expand on the shorts, do some shirts, um, maybe do some hoodies in the winter. I have a couple other new products that I'm going to release in the winter, but I'm trying to keep that to the chest, you know, Uh, I want to. My girl wanted me to ask you about the hoodies because she keeps some of mine. So I'm glad that you uh, mentioned that you make some hoodies. She keeps some of my shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yep, definitely going to do hoodies. And actually, you know, I do want to do, I'm getting more and more um, women asking me about about getting some shorts, shorts too. So yeah, so I'm going to look into, I'm going to explore that as well and offer some women nice. shorts, hopefully. Nice, nice. Yeah. Nice. And I, I know I know Moe's looking forward to the re-release of the Enter the Mamba shorts. I actually missed out on those and I missed out on the uh the Vinsanity shorts. I'm I'm definitely gonna hop on those. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm definitely doing version two with the upgraded materials, some slight changes on mm-hmm. on a couple of them that are for the better, you know. Yeah. Definitely yeah. doing those. I also got an idea for a pair of shorts that I want to run by you off the air. But uh, we we okay. can we can get together on. That. Hey, I'm down to listen. I'm down to listen right. for sure. For sure, for sure. Right on. Well, thank you for thank you, Justin, for uh, for coming on to our podcast and being a guest. Uh, our first guest, our first clothing brand uh, guest, and uh, again, everybody, five ten co the number five. 10 t-e-n-c-o check them out on instagram um what other what other uh social media outlets you on i'm on i'm on facebook but i haven't really got into using it too much really instagram is my is my main thing people keep telling yeah. me to get a tiktok and i'm missing out on what tiktok <laughs> has to offer but i'm i'm still kind of old and stubborn when it comes to that <laughs> do you have a do you have a twitter bro do you have a twitter 
I do, but not for my shorts. No, I have to make that too. Would you recommend that? Do I need absolutely. that for my shorts? Definitely. Okay. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely right. have a Twitter. NBA okay. Twitter is large. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's isn't a it? large community. It's large. Yeah. It'll, it, if All you right. need a Twitter, bro, it'll probably take your brand to the next level. I'm going to do that tonight then. <laughs> so I'm sure, here, here, I'll tell you guys right now. We'll, we'll do a shout out. Twitter.com slash 510co. Uh, you can find me there because that account doesn't exist. So I'll be making that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right on. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to this episode of the Killer Crossover Podcast. My name is E-Man. You can find me on Twitter at E-Man-Koa at E-M-A-N-K-O-A. And Mo? And this once again, this is your boy Mo. You can find me on Twitter as well. Your boy Mo87. I'm sure a bunch of you have noticed that we are finally on Instagram, the Killer Crossover Podcast, at the Killer Crossover Podcast on Instagram. So you can follow us there, hit us up, DM us if you'd like to be a guest. All right, we'll see you guys next time, and we out. Peace.